time to open your PPC playbook. Optimized by PPC professionals. Learn how to execute winning strategies for building your structured ad campaigns and optimize your bids and targeted ads with the tips and advice of our PPC pros. Inside your PPC playbook, please welcome your hosts, Shane Ryans and Maria Perilli. Hi, everyone. This is episode 15 of the PPC Playbook. I'm your host, Maria Perilli. My co-host, Shane Ryans, is not here today. Instead, I'm joined by Dustin Miller, also a partner at PPC Professionals. Dustin was on the show all the way back in episode three when we talked about Google Shopping campaigns. How are you doing today, Dustin? Doing pretty good, Maria. How about yourself? Good. Thanks for joining me. I hope uh, Shane is out getting his hair cut. Yeah, him and me, him and uh, we both need one, actually. <laughs> so, uh, as you know, I usually like to start out with a fun fact. I'll go first. Um, this week, I attended the March of Dimes Signature Chefs event, and I was there helping out a chef friend of mine. And right. uh, one of the announcers walked over and sort of introduced himself. Uh, he had a microphone in his hand. Somehow, I got a hold of the microphone. I said a couple things about my uh, chef friend, and uh, you know, I had a microphone in my hand. It reminded me of uh, all, all, every week when I'm on the radio. So I kind of introduced the fact that I was hosting PPC Playbook at the Signature Chefs event. That's a heck of a way to plug. Yeah, that's great. I mean, I didn't even know you did that. So I don't think anyone like, really uh, cared or anyone really heard me, but it it was fun for me. Oh, good, good. I mean. The only fun fact I could share is that I, I'm going to be going on a cruise with my wife for our four-year anniversary real soon here. Very so nice. that's uh, that's going to be pretty fun. Have a nice little time to get away and take it easy for, you know, the better part of a week. Where are you headed? Probably just going to go to a few locations in the Bahamas, and then we have a, another cruise planned for the beginning of the year. <clears throat> that's going to be a little bit longer and go a few other places in the Caribbean. So it'll be nice. Very nice. Happy anniversary. Yeah. Thank you much. All right. So today we'll be exploring Facebook advertising and the ways we can use it to find additional streams of profitable traffic. So I want to get right into it. And um, as you're, if you've done it before, if you haven't done it before, really what you want to think about first is your goal. Just, just when any other marketing campaign, figure out what your goals are. Um, Facebook gives you options like uh, to get more website visits or if you're looking to get more Facebook likes or more engagement from, you know, your, your, your people who are already connected to your Facebook page or people that aren't yet. Those are, those are the options that you can do. Um, and Facebook's new advertising scheme will actually guide you through that process pretty easily. Uh, specifically today, we're going to talk about getting more website visits and also more conversions from Facebook. So what we recommend, and I know, Dustin, you're an advocate for this, you always say that we want to set up those news feed campaigns rather than setting up those right column ads. What, what would be the reasons for doing that? Well, typically, people are, are drawn more to the news feed. So if you're going to run an ad and you're going to you know, hope to get a good click-through rate or you want to get enough eyeballs on it, by using the newsfeed ads, you get a much larger image size. Uh, you get to use call-to-action buttons within the ad. Uh, it's, it's a lot easier for people to see. 
uh, the ad rather than on the right-hand side where we have a much smaller image, typically not an area where people are focusing on when they're on Facebook because it's usually where they, they know ads are going to be. In the news feed, it's where all the action's happening and your, your ad can appear to be part of something maybe somebody was sharing or, or it, it, it's, it's a little bit more incognito almost and it's just in the right spot as far as uh, getting in front of the right people. So. Well, that makes sense because, you know, ever since Facebook upgraded to their larger images within the news feed, now these types of ads appear more natural rather than, you know, sponsored stories or whatever they're called. But I would agree with that. You know, sometimes uh, I'm scrolling through my news feed and I'll see something and I'll think that, you know, maybe a friend had posted it, but really it's an ad and you know, I guess it's doing its job because I would click on it more often than not if it, if it appealed to me. So, yeah, yeah. That, that's, that would definitely, I, I would totally agree. I'd be mo- more prone to click on something that's already in my natural way of browsing Facebook rather than mm-hmm. off to the side. And, and the other part of it, too, is uh, if you do have friends that have liked the ad or liked the page running the ad, then you'll also see that in the news feed. So you're going to see an ad that shows, in most cases, you know, a friend or two friends or ten friends have already liked the page that's running the ad. Uh, because to do news feed ads, you do have to have a Facebook business page uh, in order to connect uh, connect your ad to. Uh, and unless you have that Facebook limits, you're only running the right-hand side ads. So it definitely helps to have a business page just so you can do the news feed ads if nothing else. So are the right-hand column ads visible um, on mobile devices? Well, no, because there isn't the right column to run the ad on. So it's it's only on desktop. Okay, so so that's another advantage. You know, when you're using newsfeed, you can also, you know, just focus on mobile as well, as opposed to the right yeah. column where it's not even available on mobile. Yep, absolutely. Okay, so moving on to the best performing strategies. Um, there's three that I want to cover. Number one being remarketing. Uh, number two is targeting your current customers or leads with an email list. And number three is to create uh, some sort of lookalike audience from an email list that you already have. Um, Dustin, why don't you take us through what remarketing for Facebook actually is? Sure, sure. So remarketing for Facebook is basically a way for a business to target people who have visited their website with an ad on Facebook. So, for example, if you're running any kind of other campaign, whether that's a TV ad or a you know a radio ad or even pay-per-click ads, uh, people are going to obviously, hopefully, click on your ads and land on your website. So with Facebook remarketing, what you do is basically you put a little piece of code on your website, and when that user goes to Facebook maybe later on that day or that week, you can determine the length of time. Uh, if you are showing ads on Facebook, then they're going to be a candidate to see them if you set up a remarketing campaign. And obviously the idea is that if they've gone to your website once, there's some there's some interest there. Uh, but the most important thing is that you're going to have to add the, the remarketing code or the audience code to your website, to all the pages that you want tracked, uh, and make sure that, um, you know, you have it set up in a way that makes sense where, you're not marketing maybe to people who have already become a customer. Maybe you just set up your targeting for people who visited the site but never created a conversion or never opted into a list or whatever your goal is on the website. Okay, so 
the key takeaway here is number one, make sure to add that remarketing pixel that Facebook gives you on pretty much every page of your site because even if you want to exclude certain pages, you can do that later on when you're setting up the ads. You can exclude certain pages. And that's just as Dustin said, if they've already converted, meaning if they've already hit your thank you page or if they checked out of your cart, you can now exclude visitors who have reached that page and not show them remarketing ads. Um, another thing yep. to point out here is this could be a really great tool for branding. You know, use that bucket of uh, people who have already been to your site and now show them your brand again when they're on another platform, in this case, Facebook. Yep. And the, the, you know, the beauty is, is now we've seen this with Google remarketing and also with Facebook remarketing is that typically your cost per acquisition or your cost per sale, depending on, or even cost per lead, depending on what you're actually, uh, trying to accomplish is typically much lower with the remarketing campaign because this is not the first time a customer has been to the site or seen your service or your product. So typically you end up with a much lower cost to get those customers to convert than you would off of a, off the first time that you got them to the page. If that's like to a pay-per-click ad or even a Facebook ad where they're not being remarketed. Um, the other part of it is, is sometimes it's customers that are shopping you around and when they start to see that remarketing ad following them all over the place, it might give them the impression that, you know, you are a good, you know, a large company or bigger than you are and the kind of company they want to do business with because they're starting to see you everywhere. And we all know that it takes up to usually seven, uh, seven times of a business, I mean, of a customer seeing your business uh, in many cases before they become a customer. So they need that re- constant reminder in many cases, just to uh, to want to actually take action. So it's a great way to do that at an affordable cost. Great. So that takes us right into the, the next strategy, which would be to, to target customers or leads using an email list that you would already have. So if you have an email list of your current customers, um, also if you're keeping an email list of, of whatever leads have come your way, you want to, number one, make sure those are separated because those are two different types of uh, targets. And you can upload those lists right into Facebook and target only those people if that email address is connected to a Facebook user. Okay, so yeah, regarding lookalike audiences, uh, those are a great way to scale if you have a remarketing or an email database that you're currently targeting in Facebook. What happens is sometimes you really just don't have a large enough list of your own and you're getting really good results and you want to try to take that to the next level of scaling. Uh, with lookalike audiences, Facebook will actually try to find people who have similar demographics to your current audience and allow you to create a, a secondary audience out of those people. <clears throat> so in cases where you find there's a certain demographic uh, that's, that is uh, converting really well and you just don't have access to them uh, firsthand through a remarketing list, they haven't been to your website, they're not currently a customer of yours who you have an email this can be a great way to target as closely as possible uh, people who are just like your audience. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that so that gives you the ability to take a, an email list or um, a bucket of people who are already your customers, and it allows Facebook to try to match that up with another bucket that aren't your customers to try to find similarities between the two audiences. That's, exactly. That sounds like it's a really great way to find new customers. Um, let's stop right here, and once we get back from commercial, I want to get a little bit deeper into custom audiences. PPC Playbook will be back after this short timeout. 
Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contest and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS, text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm, sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Time to get back into the PPC playbook. Optimized by PPC professionals. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to the PPC Playbook. Today we're talking about Facebook advertising and how you can find additional streams of traffic and conversions from Facebook. Now, right before the break, we touched on remarketing, uh, also targeting current customers and leads with email lists and creating lookalike audiences. Now, Dustin, is this the same um, tracking code that you'll be placing on your website as it is with remarketing? It is. It's basically uh, one one code that you're putting on all of your website pages, <clears throat> and you can basically target people who have gone to you know certain parts of your website, whether that's you know for certain products or certain pages, certain services. But it's really just one code on your website that you tell Facebook how to divvy up. So you can go in there and create. URL exclusions or, um, you know, rules, rule-based tags where you're able to market based on people visiting certain pages and not others or only people visiting certain pages or even all pages. So that's, that's the beauty of having just that one code. You're not having to go in there and constantly make changes to the website. Perfect. That, that makes perfect sense. So as I said before, Make sure you put that code on every single page of your site, and then once you have it on there, you don't have to call your development team or anything like that. You can take care of everything from within Facebook to sort of include and exclude certain audiences that you you are already gathering on your website. So now that we've talked about strategies, let's actually quickly go through the process of setting up 
an ad. So that way we can touch on the little tips and tricks that we've learned along the way. So first thing you want to do is select the type of ad. Um, typically, the top three that we use are clicks to website, uh, number two being website conversions, and number three being offer claims. Now, we rarely use clicks to website. Uh, we mostly use website conversions because we do want to know who, you know, whether or not this traffic is converting. But I'll let Dustin explain why we would use one or, over the other. Sure, sure. So just to sum up what you were saying, with clicks to websites, uh, we typically only run a clicks to website uh, goal-oriented campaign when we don't have a way to, to track conversions. So an example of this would be like, let's say you're trying to drive traffic to an Amazon page or Amazon doesn't allow you to install a conversion tracking pixel on your page. So you're not really able to track how many sales are coming. In that case, you would go, uh, you would basically be setting up a clicks to website campaign for the most part and just looking at click through rates and making sure you're getting your cost per click as low as possible. And, and hopefully have some other possible way to uh, to track sales for that. Uh, the only other reason we would do that, uh, I mean, the only other reason we would try to use a click-to-website would be also like an offline conversion-type campaign where maybe we're trying to drive in-store visits. So there's not really a, a conversion action that might take place. You can think of it kind of like branding, and maybe you're just trying to get your branding at the cheapest price possible, so you're going for the highest click-through rate and the lowest cost per clicks on a clicks-to-website campaign. Uh, with the second option, which is the one we, we use the most probably, which is website conversions, um, we have to make sure, first of all, we have conversion tracking set up. That's, that's a, you know, a prerequisite, which is pretty simple. It's, it's very similar to what you do with the uh, custom audience code. You just put this, a small snippet so of code on the thank you pages. This will be the only uh, other code that you're going to have to use when doing Facebook advertising. So if you're doing, yeah. if you're tracking conversions, you want to make sure that conversion code is on your, you know, whatever your goal page is, usually a thank you page after a certain action is performed. Now, I'm sorry, continue. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so yeah, making sure that that's set up is obviously imperative because you need to be able to have a conversion defined that Facebook can, can attract. I mean, can track. And the goal there is that you might have several ads or several campaigns, and by using the, the website conversion goal, uh, you know, for your campaign, you're able to tell which ads are converting better. Because a lot of times, what we found is that even though you have a really good click-through rate in an ad, it's not always the top converter when it comes to sales. And we've seen that more times than not, which is very amazing to me. So, what happens is you might be paying more per click or have a lower click-through rate in an ad. When you look at your cost per acquisition, it's actually less than those better performing ads, which is also another reason why we don't use the click-to-website uh, goal type that much. Uh, and then regarding the last one, offer claims, which is, is pretty cool and it's pretty great for local businesses especially, um, it's similar to what you'd see with like a, a Google offer, let's say, where you, know, you, you have a special that goes out to a certain number of people. It could be a list that you've defined. It could be just a list based on demographics, whatever you choose, and it can be a physical or virtual offer. So, okay. With, so, uh, so usually we create 
this type of offer, uh, you can do it in the Facebook UI, but usually we create it in Power Editor because you will get a set of extra settings that you don't even see in the user interface. So the extra things are um, you can in the UI you can send an initial email with the offer, but using Power Editor now we can send a reminder email when the the offer is about to expire, so that. Um, that person actually redeems the offer in your store or virtually, depending on whatever the offer was. Um, Additional things are you can create a barcode or a redemption code for each offer if you have the types of things to track those offer codes. And you could also limit the number of offer claims as well as set an expiration date and um, redirect to a landing page after claiming the offer. Now, once you've got your type of ad selected, you want to actually create the ad. Um, The extra thing here that we want to mention besides the headline and text, which everyone knows, is um, you can add an additional description of 200 characters. Now, it's not very visible. You have to click on show advanced options just beneath the headline and the text fields. And this will let you add an additional 200 character description that shows up below the headline in your ad. Um, also, another addition that Facebook just added is you can add up to six images. If you add more than one, it'll actually create multiple ads and will test between the ads with the different images. You can also now use images from Shutterstock. Um, I know that's a really great addition because you're always trying to figure out what image to use. And it's a really simple, just type in whatever your search word is in, in the search box and it'll give you these really great, beautiful images from Shutterstock to use. Um, One thing to really be careful of here, if you're using your own custom images, make sure that any text you place on the image takes up less than 20% of the entire image. Otherwise, it will get rejected. It might get approved right off the bat, but eventually it'll get kicked back and you'll have to recreate that. Um, I'll be sure to put in a link to the the Facebook uh, grid tool that they give you to help determine whether or not it's under 20%. Um, Dustin, I really want to get into the extra features that are in Power Editor because I know they moved a lot of the things into straight into the Facebook user interface because I think people were complaining that the Power Editor was just a little bit too confusing and hard to use, but there's still so many great things in there that, that we can use to make our lives easier, especially for more control and testing. Yeah, sure, absolutely. I mean, some of the features that, that we like to use it for is basically doing anything in bulk, whether it's bulk edits or you're importing or duplicating campaigns. That's that's one uh, one place we use it. We already talked about doing uh, offers, offer campaigns there because right. you get the extra email reminder and the barcode that you might want to do. Um, you can also uh, basically you know download all your data. Anything you can do in the regular UI, you can also do in Power Editor. So you don't need to go to both. You can choose which one works best for you. Uh, one thing to keep in mind is that you have to use Google Chrome in order to be able to use the Power Editor. So if you're in Firefox or in Explorer, you're not going to be able to use Power Editor unless you have a Chrome browser installed on your desktop or your laptop. Now, one additional feature that um, I don't think many people know about is you can actually set up day parting with Facebook, and this is also done through the Power Editor. So some examples of how to use day parting are, are you can turn it off in the middle of the night or during rush hour commute when you know people aren't uh, really 
looking on Facebook. So so that'll help you save on extra spend in, in times where people are probably not going to convert. Of course, look at your data to see whether or not those times are good for you. But another option is you can also run two campaigns that run at opposite times. So that way you can test how different times of the day are affecting your campaigns. And, and that yep, brings us into um, splitting up desktop and mobile ads. So these two behave so differently. And we've been seeing this a lot lately. Just desktop newsfeed ads are not performing as well as mobile newsfeed ads. And um, that that just comes just from the nature of how people consume information on Facebook. The majority of people are going to look at it on their mobile devices. And that's where this comes from. Yeah, it's very true. There's also a lot more impressions we've noticed in mobile. Uh, a bigger impression share than there is on desktop. In many cases, maybe not all, but in a lot of them that we've seen, there's a lot more impression share just because you're using mobile. So it's really interesting to segment them just to see how they perform differently. All right. Last thing I want to give you guys for a quick tip is be sure to use UTM variables in all your links and Facebook ads so that when you go back into your Google Analytics, you can actually see how those different campaigns are performing. Um, Let's take a quick commercial break. And when we get back, we're going to jump right into targeting options. PPC Playbook. We'll be back after this short timeout. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is authoritylabs.com. When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services. PPCProfessionals.com. Before you painstakingly create another label or drag yourself to the post office, set a course to ShipStation, your key to e-commerce shipping nirvana. Save time by easily importing orders from wherever you sell, like Amazon, eBay, and over 40 others. Save money with discounted USPS rates and a free USPS account. Automate manual tasks through bulk label and invoice printing, custom shipping rules, and much more. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get an additional 30 days free after the free 30-day trial. Go to ShipStation.com slash WebmasterRadio now. Shipping Nirvana starts here. Time to get back into the PPC playbook. Optimized by PPC professionals. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Today we're talking about Facebook advertising, and we just discussed how Facebook can help us um, 
open up different streams of traffic to bring in more profits and more conversions. We went through what your goal should be, different strategies, as well as setting up your ads. Lastly, Dustin and I are going to get into targeting options for Facebook ads. You definitely want to take take a full advantage of these. You know, Facebook gives you really unique targeting options that you probably won't find on any other advertising platform. And this is mainly due to their large collection of user data. Now, some of the things, some of the criteria that you can target audiences by are location, age, gender, workplace, relationship status, language, education. I mean, the list goes on. Um, And these can also be layered on top of your custom audiences. We can get really complex with these. I'm going to let Dustin sort of uh, tell you guys how he uses targeting options. Yeah, sure. With targeting options, I mean, if if we're going to go back to what we were discussing with remarketing and and custom, Mm -hmm. you know, email lists, data lists, you can layer other targeting options on top of them, which basically means this. If you have a list of customers as a custom audience, maybe you want to send a, a, a special or promotion just to those who are, are female. So you can actually put a layer on top of that custom audience that now you're only segmenting your ads to show to those you know, female uh, people in your list. Or maybe you want to target by age group and you only want to target people between you know, 18 and 30 for a particular offer. So it's a really good way to take a, a pretty targeted list and target it even further. So that way you're getting, you know, the most bang for your buck, the, be- the best click-through rates, and you're not really wasting a lot of uh, ad spend on people who really aren't the best uh, candidate for your promotions. Um, one of the other things that we also do, and this is pretty uh, handy for, you know, doing more of a prospecting approach or going after a demographic that you haven't already uh, you don't have on a remarketing list or a custom audience, or you don't have a lookalike audience based on one of those, is going after interest targeting. So whether you're trying to target people who like a competing brand or maybe even your own brand, uh, whether you want to target people who are you know connected to your page or not connected to your page, uh, you can do it that way. If you want to find people who maybe have a particular hobby that they like or sport, um, that could be another great way if you have a product that's relevant to those industries and those niches and those hobbies. So um, that's some of the ways we use targeting to try to get mm-hmm. the best, uh, best click-through rates possible when so, we're running our campaigns. So as you're adding all these different ways to target and you're layering things on top of each other, you want to be sure to watch out for what your potential reach is because you don't want it to be too many or too few because then you know you're you're you might not be reaching enough people or you might be reaching too many people. We find that ads perform best when we're targeting a few thousand people. Okay. So another Sorry. way if if maybe you're you know targeting too many people, another way to narrow down your audience could be by adding related topics in the more category section. This may or not may or may not apply to you, but um, there's things like you can choose users who've had a birthday recently, or Facebook users that upload lots of photos. So there's different options there that you can use to narrow it down as well. Mm-hmm. So if you have a physical storefront, you can try using location targeting with Facebook offers to actually bring local people into your store to redeem the offer. Now, we've had some success with that, right, Dustin? Yep, sure have. 
Is there anything else you'd like to touch on before we wrap up here? Yeah, one one quick other tip I'd mention is that when you're doing these kind of targeting options, sometimes it's a good idea to break them out into different uh, ads or different ad sets so you can see how each one performs individually. Rather than having a whole bunch of interest in one ad or one ad set, uh, sometimes breaking them down will help you find uh, you know, some winners and be able to cut back on the losers. Perfect. That makes perfect sense. The more segmentation and targeting you can do, the better. And that'll help you manage everything. So if you're listening to this live, we talked about a lot of information. We, we still have more to talk about. We can go on forever on this topic. We post all our episodes on our website as well as on Webmaster Radio. So if you have any questions, please leave us a comment and let us know what your questions are, and we'll be sure to answer it. You can also tweet us at PPC Playbook, and we'll be sure to answer all your questions. You can find us at ppcprofessionals.com, where you'll find an in-depth AdWords best practices tutorial and a free PPC audit that will give you access to advice from us, the PPC professionals. Until next time, thanks for listening. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.